Knox here. I've been sick. I had a cold. I was down for like about four days. And then I felt pretty good. But then I had to help a friend who had a medical emergency. Needed ferrying around urgent care and this and that. And, and so uh, today's my first day free. I'm playing catch up. That's why I haven't posted. I know, I know you've been missing riding the wild bubble. So here we are. I was supposed to do this yesterday, but I was busy with him. February 7th, 1964, 60 years ago. Now 60 years in one day. I want to hold your hand by the Beatles, hit number one in this country. And that was about 70, 67 days, 68 days after the, no, two, no, yeah, it was more like 70 days after the assassination of John Kennedy. And, I mean, it, you know, I, I, I won't say it saved my life, but it certainly turned the world around, turned the world upside down, turned the world technicolor. Nobody of my generation was untouched by John Kennedy's assassination. Now, there were a number of us boomers who saw it as an opportunity. You know, the guys like, you know, George Bush, Donald Trump, Ronald Reagan, those guys. Because they knew it was a clarion call that, you know, to the Finks and the money fuckheads and the free market liars and the supply side grifters that, you know, the people that were in the way were being removed. And even after Kennedy was killed, you know, it still took, you know, 17 years to, to put Reagan in, you know, which is where the wholesale destruction of this country really began. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we were, we were hurting so terribly after John Kennedy was killed. I was, uh, I just turned 13 when it happened. And then two and a half months later, the Beatles, well, two months later, because it took a week or two for the, I want to hold your hand to hit number one, but I still remember that morning when I woke up and the little radio I had by my bedside and I want to hold your hand came blasting out of it. And everything changed. That was one of those you know, their, their arrival, much like the Kennedy assassination, it's two go hand in hand almost, you know, cleave, cleave timelines. And definitely the timeline was cleaved, cleaved the word, clove, cleaved, cleaved on November 22nd, 1963, and then again on February 7th, 1964. They came seemingly like out of a, another dimension, bringing hope and joy 
and promise and a celebration of youth, a celebration of our generation. And man, we knew it. We knew what it was. I'm a boomer and I'm unapologetic. What am I supposed to say? I mean, there's tons of assholes among us. But, uh, you know, I've tried to hold on to the the 60s credo. I made a conscious decision many decades ago to never, you know, work as an, in advertising or anything like that, you know. But yeah, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, George Harrison. I highly recommend listening <laughs> on a YouTube or if you got it on your stereo or wherever you have it, listen to some of the early Beatles stuff. Meet the Beatles with the Beatles. I was thinking about she was just 17. Can you imagine someone releasing that now? <laughs> it, it wouldn't fly. <laughs> but uh, it was a much more innocent era. For better or worse, what can I say? You know, um, but I remember it all, that that part, the music part, fondly, very fondly. And uh, so, this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever.